0: done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. Episode 491. Do you worry about what other people think of you and your child? I want to talk about this because it is a very, very important part of being a mum and being a dad, being human being. I mean, we are almost wired to wonder or worry about what people think of us. Where this comes from, it has to come from our childhood through maybe not feeling like you were fully appreciated, worrying that you might have upset your parents worried that they don't think you're good enough. So we've kind of grown up starting as a child to worry about what if, about what someone thinks about us. Then we worry about what our friends might think of us. We worry about all sorts of things. I want to ask you this question. When you worry about what someone else thinks about you, what is it that you're worried about? The answer is you're worried about what they're thinking about you. I want to ask you the next question. What are they thinking about you? And I'm leaving this silence to make you really think about that. What is someone else thinking about you if they haven't told you? And the answer is, because they're thinking about it and they haven't told you, you don't actually know what they're thinking because their thinking is going on in their head. So when we worry about what someone else is thinking, we are effectively worried about what we are thinking. So if you're worried about your child thinking they that you are a hopeless parent, You worry that your child thinks you are a no-good, not-good-enough parent. But your child has never told you that. Effectively, you are worried that you are not a good-enough parent. So we can't worry about what someone else is thinking because we don't know what they're thinking. But we're projecting our own thoughts into worrying that our thoughts are what they are thinking. So can you see that when we think something about someone else, we have to have first constructed that thought about ourselves, ourselves. So if I'm worried that someone thinks I am not good enough, but they haven't told me that, I'm basically telling myself I'm not good enough. And it causes me fear that I feel that I'm not good enough. So when we understand that these fears or the thoughts we have about someone else's thinking are actually our own thoughts, we can start to dive deeper into why do we think this? Why do I think I am not a good enough parent? Why do I think my son is a bad boy? Or why do I worry that other people think my son is a bad boy. I'm worried that other people think he's a bad boy because I think he's a bad boy. They haven't told me he's a bad boy, so who said it? I've said it. So look at what you worry about other people thinking of you and ask yourself, why are you worried about this? why are you, do you not feel like you're good enough why do you think your child's a bad boy why do you think he is lazy why do you think you are um not worthy then we can start digging deeper and we can look back and look back to where is it that we experienced these feelings first because the emotional experiences associated with that from our past are still within us. So in the present day moment, if something happens that makes us question our worth, our worth or our, um, you know, not being heard, not being seen, not feeling understood, not feeling appreciated, then we will react to the situation in front of us often our child, and project onto them all of our inner lack. So really worrying about what other people think about us is actually self-judgment. And because we are naturally, I say we, I speak for myself, I remember I, I would catch myself judging people, situations, places. And it was only when I realized that my judgment was really uh, uh, me projecting my inner lack onto the people, the places and the situations. When I actually started doing the work and recognized that I am worthy of my place on this earth, I am worthy of being heard, I appreciate myself deeply for what I do, I firmly believe I'm good enough, I'm not perfect, there's no such thing as perfect. When I understood there was no such thing as perfection or what is enough anyway, I realized I was perfect, I am perfect, I am enough. I fundamentally believe this. I believe it's our birthright. I believe we're stripped of it through culture, culture, parents, um, various other organizations that have an influence on us in our lives other people teachers coaches the church everything influences what we think of ourselves and because we are wired to be five times more negative than positive it's a survival instinct it's new it's biology we can't change it we're always prone to judge to be negative so when we reclaim our own worth and we fully stand behind it and stand in it then we become less judgmental of the world around us less judgmental of our kids we can use empathy we can use compassion we can use curiosity to to if we are open and curious then the answer will come to us the reality will change and we can change with the reality then we can adapt and take the steps we need to do to address whatever's happening in our reality rather than just judging it and labeling it. So when we are worried about what other people think of us and worried what other people think about our child it really is only a reflection of what we think about of ourselves and what we think of our child. It's a powerful place to find yourself. When you realize, when you realize this, you can start to see things through a different lens. And in the lens you start to see things through, become more what's the word present. You're just seeing them as they are, without the thoughts, lacing the feelings and then showing in the actions. We can be present. We all want to be mindful. We want to be present to the moment as it unfolds with openness, with kindness, with curiosity and no judgment. And as soon as we go into thought, and as soon as we go into worry, the worry is fear. The fearful thought will not be positive unless it is truly to relieve us of a very real threat, like the saber-toothed tiger. Then the thinking, if we have any, is, is, will serve us positively. It's, get the hell out. Get away from this beast. But the fearful thoughts we have, over and over and over again, are perceiving threats that aren't really a threat. So the, the judgment and the worry about what other people think really is no, should not be a threat because it's only a, what you are thinking and when you realize that you can you can show up changed a different person but it's work you have to keep doing it and you have to have a tremendous awareness for your mind this is why i'm such a big proponent of meditation because meditating is like taking your mind to the gym for a strength workout. We're strengthening, sorry, taking our awareness to the gym for a workout. So we're strengthening our awareness, our awareness for our thinking. And when our thinking is superfluous to the present moment and not going to serve the present moment well, we can choose to not think it. Let the thought go. You might have it, but know you've had it. Quickly analyze it and go, this isn't going to help the situation. Me labeling this child, criticizing my child, blaming my child. It's not going to help. So let it go and and have no thought. Just be present to what is. And when you do that and when you have more awareness for your thoughts, you know that your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions. So if we're acting We've not even noticed how we felt and we haven't noticed the thought that drove the feeling that then drove the action. If we can get back to the thought process before we even feel an act, we know if we think bad things about someone, we're going to feel unsettled. We're going to feel frustrated maybe or angry with them and then it's going to show up in our actions. If we notice that we've had that non-positive thought about someone or being critical of someone in our minds, we can shift and go, no, 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 don't criticize them. There'll be reason for them behaving like this. Stay neutral, don't label it, stay open, stay curious. So watch your mind and watch when you're worrying about what other people think. And it's very easy to tell someone else that, you know, your child's not a reflection of you. What your child says and does is not a reflection of you because really it's a reflection of themselves. So you have to watch your thoughts and watch your judgment and witness the judgment with no judgment. Gabby Bernstein talks about that in her judgment detox. Step one, witness the judgment with no judgment. So be compassionate with yourselves when you suddenly realize perhaps how judgmental you are, how critical you are, how you turn to blame. It's okay. Be compassionate. It's the only way you know how. how. And we're wired to do it, five times more than positive. So we're trying to break a biological and what was a very necessary way to survive. But it isn't always necessary in every situation, yet our brains are wired to think it is. So we need to break that wiring change it, shift it. So here's to raising awareness for our minds and here's to stopping ourselves worrying about what other people think. Stay present and be in this moment and you'll see how much it will change your life. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, as ever, head over to iTunes and rate and review this show or share it with your friends, share the the show with your friends, send them the link to this episode if you've enjoyed it, you know it will help someone else. It's always a pleasure to chat to you. I love doing these episodes for you. I get so much positive feedback from you all. So thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. That's it for today's episode on the Parenting in the Thick of It show if you enjoyed the show please do share it with your friends and family and remember if you find yourself stuck in the thick of it and can't see a way out of it please send me an email i would love to help you my email is louise at your and don't forget to take a look at the parenting in the thick of it family organizer that i created it's an evergreen family calendar guaranteeing 12 months of use from whenever you start Bye for now.